Decide you want to have a confident, loving relationship and start acting as if you already have it, even if you don't believe you do. Are your big dreams sitting on the shelf collecting dust? Do you second guess yourself or question how you would handle it if you tried and it didn't work out? Listen, what is the cost of not going for it? Welcome to the Crazy Confidence Coach Podcast. My name is Heather Edwards. I'm a master certified life coach. If you've been looking for a blueprint for how to stop being a paralyzed perfectionist, this is for you. I'll share how to uncover what is keeping you from doing what you really want to do, bridging the gap between who you are and who you want to be. We will tackle how to use mind management to get rid of negative thinking, procrastination, and anxiety. Along the way, I'll sprinkle in a little inspiration to keep you motivated. One thing is for sure, you will come away more confident and ready to do whatever you put your mind to. Let's do this. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Crazy Confidence Coach Podcast. Before I jump into episode 13, I just want to say thank you for listening each week. Today, I'm celebrating download 502. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you sharing the podcast with people you know, following the podcast, and leaving reviews. It is such a blessing to have you here. Let's dive in to episode 13, three ways to increase confidence inside your relationships. Number one, be clear about the roles you assign to people and learn to be flexible with each role. Take the time to define your relationships intentionally and realistically for yourself. Get clarity within yourself what roles you have assigned to people and be okay when the roles change or morph into something different. The most important idea is to learn how to allow each person in your life to play a role, but not be expected to play all the roles. Be aware if you're assigning all the roles to one person or two people in your life. This includes your spouse because that's a ton of expectation to put on anyone. In some cases, this can lead to developing unhealthy relationships that just aren't growing. So your spouse doesn't necessarily need to play the part of your bestie, your confidant, your friend, helper, your entertainer, your lover, your problem solver romantic partner, partner in crime, cook, cleaner, laundromat, doctor, attorney, accountant, handyman, financier, and sounding board. They may be some of these things some of the time, but he or she can't be great at all of these things all of the time. Role clarity starts to fade over time. Relationships morph, they evolve, and you don't even realize your expectations have grown or changed, especially if you've had a family member, a friend, or a spouse for a long, long time. You can forget to appreciate the small roles they play in your life. Then when they fail to play a role we automatically assign to them, we lose confidence in the relationship. This is completely unnecessary. Do a quick survey for yourself regarding the roles you're expecting of other people to play in your life. Grab a piece of paper and make a list of all the significant people in your life. Then take each person one at a time, write down all the roles that you've assigned to them to play for you. If you're having a hard time remembering what roles you expect of them, just brainstorm all the things they've done for you in the last week, the last month, the last year. If you have a person in your life that you expect 
to call you every day. Then you've assigned them them that role. If you expect them to be there for you financially, this is a role. If you expect maybe your spouse to give you a kiss every day after work when they walk in the door, this is a role. If you expect your kids to love on you all the time, this is a role that they play. Write it all down. Once you have all these expectations and roles written down, do a little evaluation of your list. Do you have reasonable expectations and roles expected of each person in your life? Have you stacked all the expectations and roles onto one or two people? Is every role you have assigned to the individuals on your list absolutely necessary? How could it look different? Or better yet, is there a way you could fulfill your own need? Are people that you're assigning roles to likely to succeed at that role? When you expect too much from one single relationship, you tend to get disappointed over time. You start thinking there's something wrong and you lose confidence. This isn't because the other person is a bad person. This isn't because you're a bad person. This is because the roles we expect people to play get bigger over time. They start to become expected roles than requested roles. This is when we start experiencing disconnection, lack of interest, and isolation. I'll give you an example. My husband plays many roles for me. He is a great listener. He makes me laugh. He is always up for going somewhere or doing something. He is my friend. He is my partner. He is great at supporting me and being a great companion, but he doesn't love a lot of downtime. I, on the other hand, love downtime. Matter of fact, I need downtime. For me, this is watching movies, crafting, or reading books. He, on the other hand, loves to move. He loves to go out and socialize often, which I love to do in moderation. I wouldn't go so far to say that I have social anxiety, but I definitely prefer smaller groups. He loves events and large gatherings. Those are definitely not my favorite. Do we do those things together? Absolutely. Do I respect his need for a partner to socialize with him? Absolutely. But we are honest when a role isn't the role we want to play. There are times I will say, honey, I think you could use a guy's night. Honey, I need downtime. There are times when he needs or wants a plus one for an event and I'll ask him if he could just take a friend instead of taking me. There are times I will go anyway. There are times when I ask him to sit and watch movies with me, even though he doesn't want to. He definitely doesn't want to craft with me, so I have other people in mind to fill that role. Where we lose confidence in relationships is when we decide to make it mean something when someone doesn't want to play a role for us. When we expect people to, rather than allow them to, play a role, it becomes messy. Our brains want to believe that something is wrong when it really isn't. Notice when your brain wants to make it mean something negative. Learn how to manage your brain around the roles that people play in your life. I promise your relationships will grow deeper when you're able to allow rather than expect people to play roles in your life. When you allow the people in your life to play the roles they are good at and the roles they want to play, you begin to feel more confident and so do they. You'll stop trying to force them to be something they aren't and you'll find yourself assigning roles in a way that is supportive and healthy. Number two, be more mindful of the thoughts you have about your relationships because those thoughts are creating your reality. If you want to become more confident today in your relationship with a family member, a spouse, or friend, 
You can make the choice today that you will be. You can make a big impact on how confident you are in any relationship just by becoming more aware of the thoughts you're having about it. By managing your thoughts that you have, you impact how you feel and how you feel dictates how you act. And ultimately, how you act impacts the depth and quality of all your relationships. What are you thinking about the people and relationships in your life? Are you having thoughts that are loving and caring? Or do you spend most of your time frustrated and disappointed? Maybe you are critical and judgmental. Pay attention to how your thoughts impact how you act toward that person. If your thoughts are generally positive, you'll tend to have a calm and enjoyable relationship with that person. When you have thoughts that are negative or chaotic, they will impact how you feel about the person and they will ultimately change how you act toward that person. I don't have to tell you that how you act toward a person will in many ways shape how your relationship is with that person. Good or bad, peaceful or chaotic, loving or cruel, you get to choose. That is true for the general thoughts you have around relationships and thoughts you have about individual people you are in a relationship with. If you find yourself knee-deep in unhelpful, negative thinking about a relationship, make yourself come up with two or three positive, neutral, or supportive thoughts about the relationship. Repeat this process over and over until you create better thought patterns. Number three. Pay attention to the words you use when you're talking about people in your life. Words matter, y'all. Yes, this is closely related to what we've already covered, but I want to dig deep here. Consider not using negative words or talking poorly about the people in your life you love. The more you talk poorly about someone, the more you reinforce what you don't want. This creates a strong negative feeling toward that person. It creates lack of confidence. You begin to expect to feel this way and instead of expecting the good from them, you will start to search for what they are doing wrong instead of noticing all the things they're doing right. In addition to impacting your own feelings toward that person, you are influencing how the person you're talking to feels toward the person you're talking about. If you are speaking to a family about all the things you don't like about your spouse, stop doing that immediately today. Decide you want to have a confident, loving relationship and start acting as if you already have it, even if you don't believe you do. You are impacting your life, your spouse's life, and your family's life more than you know. You are creating disappointments and crevices in relationships that may never be able to be repaired. That's what a therapist or coach is for, not your family. It's even tricky when it's a close friend. Be careful where you are airing out your disappointments. You can't take negative words or stories back. You just can't. There's no rewind. Think back to the first time you met your spouse or your best friend. As you built your relationship, no doubt you noticed some things along the way that may not have been favorable, but you didn't focus on them. You spent most of your time thinking about or talking about all the positive qualities about them. You reinforced the things you loved about them. You probably told other people how cool they were, how fun they were, or how nice they were. Over time, though, that honeymoon phase kind of wears off and you start to give more airtime to what you don't like. This reinforces the negative versus the positive qualities. 
Think about your conversations. Do you talk about the things you don't like about other people? What if you decided you would just stop reinforcing the things you don't particularly like? Do you know you could decide today to stop talking about all the things you don't like about someone else? How would that change how you feel about them? Better yet, how would it change how you feel about you? Be impeccable with your words, how you speak about other people. Allow other people in your life to have the freedom to be impeccable with their words. If they're not, that's not your problem. That's their me problem, not yours. So quick recap, be clear about the roles you assign people and learn to be flexible with each role. Number two, be more mindful of the thoughts you have about your relationships because those thoughts are creating your reality. And number three, pay attention to the words you use when you're talking about the people in your life. I really hope you're experiencing deep connection with your relationships. I hope you feel confident and strength in your relationships because they can be truly remarkable. If you are struggling with your relationships and you need some help, I can help you with that. Relationships don't have to be hard and you can have remarkable too. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. If you can think of one friend or family member that would enjoy today's episode, would you take a moment to share my episode with them? You can also help me out greatly by leaving a review. All you need to do is use the three dots, go to the show and drop down to the five stars to leave that review. I want to be your one-on-one coach. I want you to experience the life-changing results I know are possible and have experienced myself. Go to thecrazyconfidencecoach.com, fill out a profile, and set up your first appointment today. I'll see you next week. Love you big.